Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Sandro. Thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Intact with Sandro. Today, I want to be talking about generational habits, things that follow us from our past, from our family line, and the importance of recognizing those things and, I believe, eliminating them from our family, uh, from our family line. So what happened was I was uh, praying over my son the other day, and as I was praying over him, I was thinking about how I have to be an example for him in life and I have to be someone who exemplifies righteousness as a Christ follower and is the really the, the catalyst for changing things in my family line. And so, for example, for as far back as I know, people in my family line have been... Um, people who drink. I wouldn't say alcoholics. I don't know anyone in my family necessarily that's had to go to AA or who's lost their job and their family because of alcohol. But definitely I've experienced uh, heavy drinking, um, binge drinking at parties. And that was something that was passed down um, from my family uh, to me. And in my teenage and early 20s and even into my mid-20s, it was something that, that was a part of my life, binge drinking, partying, and purely just abusing alcohol. And I say binge drinking because I wasn't really the type to uh, drink every day or wake up and drink. I was more like drinking during a party, but I'm just going all out and I'm, I'm really losing my mind. And so I'm looking at my son and I'm thinking and I'm praying over him and I'm, and I'm just thinking like, man... he is going to have a different life. He's going to see a different life. And I have the opportunity to, to create that pattern in his life. And I have the opportunity to, to model for him something different than I saw. And I started thinking about struggles that I have. And why do I still have some struggles that I have? I mean, Lord, I've been a Christian for five years. I've been following you. Why are some things still so challenging? Why do why do some certain thoughts still pop in my head? Why do I still wrestle with with things? And so I want to say today for you simply that if you're the person in your family, if you're the man or you're the woman who is changing things in your family line from unrighteous to righteous, from the dark from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. I believe that it's a battle that we're going to have to fight through the rest of our lives, but for the greater good, for the next generation to be set free from something, we've got to stand up and we've got to recognize, hey, this has been a struggle in my life. It might haunt me. It might bother me. It might be a thorn in my side for the rest of my life. Now, I'm not saying you're going to fall to that thing, but, but it might rise up in you. If smoking weed was what you did when you were stressed, if smoking weed is what you did when you were depressed, if smoking weed is what you did when you felt pressure or you felt overwhelmed, that pattern you've set for yourself, now that you're a new creation in Christ, that idea and that thought might come back to haunt you time after time again because guess what life is stressful we have to learn new patterns of dealing with stress we can't go back to the weed 
We can't go back to the drinking. We can't go back to these things. Because at the end of the day, they might help you a little bit, but you already know what you've been set free from. Being someone who smoked weed for many, many years, there are many times the idea comes back into my head about smoking weed. Even my mind trying to rationalize it. But I know that even if it brought me temporary relief, that it's just a life I don't want to get back into. It's a life that's not going to help me honor God. It's a life that's going to isolate me and separate me and keep me in bondage. So, I'm thinking about all these things as I'm praying over my son. And it just, it hit me like, wow, what a responsibility, but what a privilege. And that's what I really want to, you know, speak to on today is that it's such a privilege that we have to be that person. I know it's difficult. I know it's, it's so challenging sometimes because you think that it'll be easier just to go back to your old ways. But there's so much more benefit. There's so much more blessing in standing firm and standing for righteousness. So again, if you're one of the first people in your family to break free from something, you just have to accept it's going to be difficult, but it, it, but it comes with a blessing. It comes with this, this, this ability to, to be a part of cutting that off. Now, of course, it doesn't mean that your children might not get into the things that you did or that I did. You know, I pray he never does. I pray my son doesn't fall into the things that I fell into. But I can be a major part in that not happening. And so we got to be smart. We got to be strategic. We got to recognize the enemy. Of course he wants us to fall back into our old habits. Not only to hinder us and hinder our walk with Christ. But also so we can pass on that example to the next generation. You know, why is poverty such a problem? Let's just say in America. In America, let's just think about in America. If the family is in poverty and all the children see is poverty and they get comfortable with poverty, they're going to be stuck in that poverty and it's just going to be a vicious cycle where they can never affect their community, they can never affect their country. They can never affect their family in a greater and a more positive way. And likewise with addictions, likewise with, with certain behaviors and habits, even laziness, procrastination, passing that on to the next generation, you're just you, you're diminishing your effectiveness. Not only as a human, but as a soldier for Christ, as an ambassador for Christ. We want to be ambassadors for Christ. We want to make the world a better place. And, and with our own family, we've got to pass on good habits. We've got to cut off the bad. And so the enemy wants not only to hinder our life, but he wants to hinder the next generation too through us. So if he can keep us in bondage, it's great, there's a greater likelihood that our offspring will be in bondage. Isaiah 59, 1 and 2 says, Listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak to save you, nor is his ear too deaf to hear you call. 
So Isaiah sets it up by saying, listen, God is strong. God is powerful. God is mighty. He can move in your life. He can hear your cries. He can work on your behalf. Right? But then he goes on to say, it's your sins that have cut you off from God. Because of your sins, he has turned away and will not listen anymore. So when we sin, when we fall back into patterns and bad habits that the enemy is implanting in us through our thoughts, we're hindering that connection with God. Right? It could be through someone we shouldn't be spending too much time around and they start speaking into your life and the enemy is using that person to start influencing your thoughts. It could be going back into some old music. It makes you feel a certain type of way. It starts getting you thinking a certain type of way. Even your mannerisms and your words start to change. as These thoughts start to fester. And we get back into these old ways. And then eventually, of course, you know that our actions begins as, begin as thoughts. And so when, when we're having these thoughts, our actions manifest. We start living in this, in this uh, sinful realm again. In this sinful lifestyle again. We've now become ineffective. This is why the Bible con- constantly reminds us to be sober. Be ye sober. Keep your mind clear. Be alert. Be on watch. There's a real battle going on. And when we get complacent, when we get nonchalant about things, we might not see the tower crumbling, but the brick by brick, it's slowly starting to fall out. So we want to be effective for God. We want to be passing on generational blessings good habits but i want to encourage you today if again if you're the first person in your family line who's broken free of something it's going to be hard it's going to be a struggle i'm here with you i can relate i totally understand but i don't want to see my son go down the path that i went down and then have the regrets that i had later in life and and looking back This actually inspired another segment I want to do called If I Could Do College Over Again. If I could go back and do college again, you know, from a sober, clear mind, what kind of choices would I make? What kind of things would I do? And I'm not saying I'm not thankful for where I am today. I love my wife. I love my son. I'm so thankful and grateful to God for where I am. But I just know that I could have been a more effective person Someone who contributed to society more than taking away from society, stealing from society. And you got to be wise too. Think about this. I had this thought as well. Satan has been around since creation. Now, he's not omnipotent, meaning all powerful, and he's not omniscient, meaning all knowing. But he has a legion of demons. One third of the angels work for him. And so they have information on you and on your generational line, 
on your family line that you don't even know about. I did a, I did an experiment once in my class and I asked them to name your father and your mother. And students looked at me weird, but they did it. Then I said, now name your grandparents first and last name. Most kids could do it. A lot of them probably didn't know their grandparents first name because they had nicknames for them. But, but pretty much a lot of them could still do it. But then I asked them to name their great-grandparents. Very few could name more than two great-grandparents, first and last name. Then I said, your great-great-grandparents. Not one kid could do it. You see, after only a few generations, we lose touch these days. We don't know much about our families. But the enemy's been around... The demonic realm has been gathering information on us for a long time. And so they know things in your past. That your family has struggled with. So it's a real battle to cut off these bad habits. To change the course of your family. God is mighty. His arm is not too weak to save you, nor is his ear too deaf to hear you call. Let us ask God today to reveal to us, God, what things in my life do I need to cut out? What bad habits do I not even recognize, Lord, that are bad habits? What are things, God, that I need to change today so that my son, that my daughter, that my family will be different? will serve you wholeheartedly and make a difference and an impact in this world. So I just wanted to encourage you guys today with this thought. If you're the first in your family line, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging. But the Holy Spirit dwells inside you. The same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside you as believers today. And if you're not a believer today, I encourage you to deeply and seriously consider who Jesus Christ is. And what he did when he was here on this earth. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. If you know somebody that would be encouraged by this message. I ask you to share it with them. Thanks for tuning in. Check in with you soon. Got a new episode coming out. I'm going to be talking about. If I could go back and do college again. Love you guys. Peace. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.